0: For down production,
1: take one.
2: beautiful people out there in podcast slam my name is paul orkman i'm zach mccoy
1: and it is your boy Treyev.
2: and we are your oscar grouches welcome back to the oscar worsty podcast thursday show acting direct where we take a look at the filmographies of oscar winning actors who have chosen to take some time behind the camera and what are we watching this week zach
0: we are watching George Clooney's Leatherheads, a comedy of errors set against the early days of professional football in the
2: 1920s. All right. Nice. This is this everybody's first time seeing Leatherheads? Yes. Yes. No, for me, uh, I think I watched this on DVD when it first hit DVD. Mm. DVD. You bought it? Got that did. No, I, I probably rented it mm. from a video rental store of all places.
1: I really feel like there wasn't any video rental stores in 2008 around yeah. me.
2: Like uh, Redbox right. okay. was
1: real hot. So I would Redbox stuff, but yeah, an actual like store. We had a video update on George Washington and that went out of business. And like mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything yeah. else really around me.
2: Video update. See, I worked I worked at movie scene. Right. <laughs> which was video update when they changed their name. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, uh, when I was I was living in Illinois at this time. So we still had the closest to us was blockbuster, but I hate blockbuster. So I tried to go there as little as possible. (laughs) Uh, We had a Hollywood video not too far from us. And then my my pick where I rented movies was family video.
1: I remember family video.
2: I love family video.
1: How come everybody had video in their name except for blockbuster?
2: No, it's blockbuster video. Wow. What
1: a difference. (laughs) i don't remember being called blockbuster video just blockbuster
2: just everybody called it blockbuster but it was blockbuster video yeah
0: 2010 was when i um like the the exodus of closures when i remember going to so many sales like every store was closing and selling Mm -hmm. off their dvds and i picked up so many back then
2: yeah um the hollywood video and the the blockbuster had closed by the time we left. I think it might have been a little later than twenty ten, uh, but the family video was still going strong when I left Moline. I, I don't know if it's still there or not. That'll
1: be yeah. awesome. Um, also, I just want to say this: Does anybody else still expect Thursaysy in that entrance Wh- when you I, I, Thursdays I do. episode? I, I have Thursday. to stop.
2: I <laughs> I have to stop myself from saying it most weeks. Like if you hear the pauses in my in my. My patterns its because I'm like, oh, don't say first, <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a while break those muscle memories.
1: The muscle memorize, but yeah, leatherheads.
2: Oh. leatherheads. Uh, I guess we'll title. do we'll do an Oscar breakdown. breakdown! This got nominated for nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
1: <laughs> I was bro. I was about to be like, hold on, this thing was actually nominated for something. <laughs> nope. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I so I just so. want to say before we talk about the movie that I love football but football back in the early stages of football is god awful. <laughs> like there is a reason why baseball was still America's number 1 sport cuz football was atrocious to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. No no organization. <laughs>
1: Dude that those leather helmets, dude. <laughs> the goofiest thing in sports I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah. What
1: what were you
2: what were you trying to protect with leather?
1: <laughs> Nothing. Nothing.
2: Like... <laughs> just just seems like an odd decision for me.
0: <laughs> we just want to make sure your face isn't cut up and scraped so you stay handsome or whatever. I guess,
1: <laughs> I guess. not.
0: <laughs> Who cares about your brain? Uh, yeah, animated. that's certainly, you know, backyard uh, childhood type games going on. It seemed like, you know,
1: especially since this guy could, like, hide another football under <laughs> his thing and do all these tricks and stuff like like it's a, you know, like rookie of the year where they're like hiding the baseball yeah. and stuff You're, like, you know, like it's all this goofy stuff going on.
2: I I do love a good goofy baseball trick. <laughs> yeah you're out of there it it feels so at home in baseball like just the silliness i don't know maybe it's just watching too much modern football and it's so rigid and so yeah into the rules
1: right well even like when you watch old hockey from back in the day, and like the only person wearing any sort of protective gear is the goalie, and that's right. not even mandatory. Like <laughs> yeah. it just looks—it's—it looks just as badass, maybe more badass back then as it does now. Nothing looks badass about football back then, like <laughs> nothing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. as for this film, I have three things I like about it. I think it looks pretty good. I like the—I like the way it's filmed. It. it it yeah again we've got Clooney kind of capturing the era again pretty well
2: yeah I, I like that he that he like the a little bit of the washing out in this one makes a lot more sense where he's going for that kind of sepia tone yeah so it's a lot of earth colors in this film yeah which also helps Renee Zellweger to stand out a lot more when she's in a scene true
0: yeah I also think the costumes are really good so that you know kind of goes in hands with the with the look of the movie and uh, the music's all right. You got Randy Newman doing some stuff. It's, it's, I
1: it's, hate it. the music
0: and <laughs> not because
1: it. I hate Randy Newman. Just Which you shouldn't. He's the best. It's only because <laughs> I literally just feel like I'm watching toys. Like their toy story jingles. Like <laughs> Randy Newman has no range. It's he does one thing and that is it. And it I, sounds like this and everything I've heard.
2: I, my my problem with randy newman is i think i think disney it pixar specifically broke him like they've yeah. they've set randy newman on a path that randy newman <laughs> does not seem to be able to get off of because he is one of the most fabulous satirical songwriters that's ever
0: lived but randy newman is in the randy newman box and now randy newman can't escape I just it. thought it
1: was a weird choice of music for this movie, but I guess yeah. it also makes sense because of how goofy football looks back then. Whimsical. Yeah.
2: And, and and it's, and it feels era appropriate,
1: which makes me take football back then even less. Serious, I feel like I'm watching football follies the whole time. Yeah. You know, or, you
0: know, goofy, uh, Disney yeah yeah the movie. goofy things just,
1: where he's trying to do something that's your average day-to-day but he fucks it up because he's goofy and he can't do yeah. anything
2: <laughs> um you should see the freshman then the, the silent freshman, film I, the who The freshman the silent film oh, is that a, okay is that buster uh, keaton yeah buster keaton yeah. okay i've heard of that that i didn't know it was a
1: silent film though the way people talk about it
2: yeah it's it's buster keaton and it's pretty much football follies you could you <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I I could see Clooney watching that movie a lot to inspire himself for this movie well that so, said I I, I, said I don't three, like much I was else. that That is three <laughs>
0: the the look of it the the costumes the uh-huh. music I liked and that's about it unfortunately
1: <laughs> yeah this script I, is not... terrible
2: this script sucks I'm I'm gonna be much kinder to this film than you guys like <laughs>
1: I don't hate this film. I just think the script really sucks. Like, I don't think there's, like, bad performances. I Just the script really sucks, dude. Like, they try to do this, hey, we play football, and then put in all this dangerous stuff away from the game. Like, you know, why do you need the underlining story of Prohibition and we're sneaking in the... Um, whatever the hell they were called, you know the, hit the speakeasy. Bars. yeah, the speakeasy. and then the cops come and it's this dangerous game. Nobody needs that. Like that was it's so stupid. So so, so he's
2: stupid. all right. So so to me, this movie is George Clooney trying to do uh Bull Durham.
1: Okay, I don't know what that is. You've never seen Bull Durham? No.
2: Oh, you've got to see Bull Durham. It's a it's a, a comedy by Ron Shelton starring kevin costner tim robbins and susan sarandon and it's about minor league baseball mm, okay and it's a screwball sex comedy and it's awesome it's one of the greatest greatest sports films ever
1: i don't think i've seen a bad baseball movie though
2: baseball's just so cinematic
1: yeah it is yeah. it is very cinematic
2: there's i'll I'll send you guys a, a patrick williams video that's all about how baseball is the most cinematic of sports <laughs> okay it's wonderful um but anyway, I it it's him trying to do that, but also set it at like he really seems to like these historical pieces. Yeah. And setting it at that while while uh football's not very popular seemed to be a the smart decision for him because you know uh Bull Durham's about minor league baseball, so it's not about like big right. stars. Uh so then the speakeasy stuff just tries to come in, uh, just has to kind of be in there for the period. But it also, again, with it, with it being bull Durham, he's also trying to go back to like the Howard Hawk screwball comedies, yeah. stuff like bringing up baby or his girl Friday or so it, there's, there's a lot of gumbo in this fucking pot.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I could see that. And I, I, I appreciate you pointing out, you know, the, the references and things.
1: I just appreciate the analogy more than anything <laughs> to me. Yeah.
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> with this film more than any so far that we've seen from Clooney, I, I kind of think about what um, Trav was saying during the Confessions of a Dangerous Mind episode, that there's, I don't think it blends very well. I think there's too much different kind of, the blending of styles doesn't work. It tries to be screwball rom-com. And then like the serious stuff doesn't fit. I I feel like there's almost Clooney's like trying to capture an Oh brother, where art thou kind of energy sometimes, but (laughs) but it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite have
2: the same. oomph. And that makes a lot of sense. I could see this. I could see his work with the Coen's really, really shining in this one, whether, whether that's a positive or a negative for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I'm also really disappointed in general so far in these first three films that George Clooney was my pick, and <laughs> it's just O for three for all of these. I really feel like all three of them are not bad movies. They're much better movies if George Clooney doesn't direct these. Okay, I. You know it's so wild. You've been tilted this whole time, and oh, it's kind of messed I me I... up a couple times.
2: Should I stay in the uh, the Batman <laughs> angle? <laughs>
1: But I think I think Leatherheads is a much better film if it's directed by somebody else.
2: See, and, and yeah, I could see like if this was a Coen Brothers film, all that stuff kind of congealing a little bit better. Yeah. I'll be honest, though. I just
0: wasn't I couldn't get in the mood for this. Like, I don't know that I I hadn't sought it out to see it before. It hadn't particularly spiked my interest. And I saw that the like the target audience or the main people that went and saw this were p- people between ages fifty and eighty or something. Ah. <laughs> that was like the main theater audience, and and I could see that. I I think you know with all the references you talked about and the um the olden days stuff
2: going on. You know. Yeah,
1: was this promoted as a sports movie?
2: Yeah, I mean I even think, even the I posters. Think that's the
1: problem with it yeah. too. It's it's not a sports movie. It's a movie that has sports in it. I thought we were going to watch a sports movie and it's really like, you can't fuck up a sports movie, dude. It's pretty cut and dry. Like it's a sports movie. They should just be good because I like sports and I like movies. Let's have a sports movie.
0: <laughs> but
1: this is just insane. Like, yeah, I don't know. i I'm really trying. I, I gave it the rating that I gave it. And I'll say that later, but I really feel like, I rated it too high because I just didn't <laughs> want to be a complete jerk off.
0: You know, I've, uh, you know, I, I've mentioned probably on the Chicago episode of the main series when um, that I'm not a big fan of Renee Zellweger and she just did not do anything for me here. Yeah, either. She's
1: never done anything and, for me neither.
0: And John Krasinski has obviously branched out, but right in this film, he's firmly in his gym from the office I would say
2: this was like his. This was like his first starring vehicle too, where his, yeah. he was one of like the selling points of the movie. Yeah.
1: Well, also, yeah. I love, I love The Office, and I love him in The Office. But when it comes to film, he does nothing for me, neither. To to be quite frank with you, outside of a quiet place, and it's really his wife more than anything, and the children. Yeah, he's
2: he's good in that film, but
1: he is good he Very is outshined
2: emotional. by every every but, other yeah. member of his family <laughs> he is
1: for sure and yeah, um he just doesn't do anything for me on film
2: but, but i'll say i i like renee zellweger i like her a lot especially in like that that era around chicago like bridget jones to probably about 2005 and she she's good in this film i think she's if you want to see her in a a romantic screwball comedy. She's much better. in Peyton reads down with love Mm -hmm. where her and you and McGregor are just incredible together.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I like that film, even though her,
2: (laughs) but it's a good film. (laughs) She's, she's she's good in it. Like Mm -hmm. one of those, you know, I've come around on a lot of people, someone like Nicole Kidman, who was Mm -hmm. never a big, I was never a big fan of and Suddenly she's one of my favorite actresses. Right. Uh, and again, Renee Zellweger's a, a fine actress, but she was in the pocket for a few years, and I, I think she's kind of on the downslope around this time. And, and again, she's she's good in this movie. I don't I don't think she's as good as she could been.
1: I think she was as good as she could be for this film. That's fair. I give her a pass on this film because yeah,
2: the material <laughs> that, she's working bad, with
1: the material is bad. That script is horrible.
2: I, I think I think if this whole film was just her and Clooney, I think it's probably a much better film and she's doing a much better job in it.
0: True. I just I just couldn't care about the whole backstory of, oh, what what really happened? Or at least the way they showed it with the whole war stuff. I mean, the the twist or the reveal is kind of amusing, but it's not like there was no real tension <laughs> built up. I don't
1: think not even just that going back to the stupid comedy stuff that they interject and in what they're trying to make serious situations was he just dressed up as football mates and, and army outfits did one of this guy look out the window, see that these aren't the guys that I was captured with and immediately know that this yeah. isn't real. <laughs> like it would I mean, it's you- just so stupid. Like I know suspend your disbelief, <laughs> But come on, dude. Neither like, him
0: or his agent would pop up and look out the window. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the more we talk, the more I do. I dislike this movie more. <laughs> I'm like, man, this thing really doesn't have any redeeming qualities to me.
2: Yeah, and I'll say you the things I like about it. I, I, I do like the influences. I really tap into those because, you know, I'm an old Hollywood guy. Yeah. Um, And I think Clooney, whether or not he's bringing out the best of the script i feel like he's more adept behind the camera in this one than he has been in the other two movies there's a lot more style and flair going into it that i notice a lot of like long shots and good tracking shots and push-ins and zooms that are that are all working yeah how how long was this movie i've To it was mention. like uh, 154 or something like that. It maybe felt also, longer to me. I maybe I, like, I feel like you could shave at least 15 minutes off. Yeah, yeah,
1: which is crazy because it's not boringly long neither, and you're still like, yeah, we could have done without 15 minutes. I'm also looking at the writers on this film. I, right, I'm looking <laughs> at this Rick Riley guy. This guy doesn't even write film scripts. Yeah, he's a sports writer.
2: All right, okay. that.
1: That and he sense can't sense. even write a fucking sports movie. <laughs> I
2: mean, he's he's probably adding most of the legitimacy to, like, the reality of football in 1925.
0: Mm. Oh, I will say, I forgot to say, I, I like the whole uh, Stephen Root bit. You know, he returns to. Oh, uh, I love Stephen Root. And um, you now Clooney feeding him the stories. And I, his character is amusing to me. So that was a plus. He's, he's good in this.
1: How did they convince the studio to make this movie?
0: Clooney. yeah, he's fresh off his Oscar and he had a lot of luck with Good Night and Good Luck at so least critically.
1: Imagine coming off of an Oscar and saying this is the one that I'm going to make for next. <laughs> good lord.
0: Passion project, I guess. Yeah,
2: and I mean, passion
1: project. About this? There's no I way this know, was a passion I guess, project. I, don't
2: know. I I don't know, but I mean, he's produced it, Grant Heslov has produced it and his co-star of uh of Michael Clayton Sidney Pollock, one of the great directors, is also also in the production list. It's wild. There's so many people on this. Yeah.
0: And I guess it's loosely based on actual teams. I saw the notes where uh, they couldn't use the real names and stuff because, Mm -hmm. oh, they were participating in illegal activity. We don't want to. But like teams nobody gives
1: a shit about. Like, old teams that have disbanded. Yeah, Yeah, nobody gives a shit about these teams anyways. All
2: all the the people who are involved in this are most likely dead by this point. (laughs) Dude,
1: if you're going to make a sports movie about, you know, the beginning ages of football, and, like, that's your passion project, wouldn't you do something on, like, the NFL first becoming a thing and, like, you merging these leagues or creating the... You know, like Lambo. Maybe you can focus on like who picks or, these random ass teams that nobody gives a shit about, and then can't even use those names. So you got to change the name. Oh man, just I don't get it. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, I could Bulldogs. I could see a really interesting uh film about football during the uh the Second World War, where a lot of teams had to like had to like fuse and become one team. Or, like, mm.
1: their stars had to go, like, fighting the war, like Bart Starr. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like, this guy's got to leave the Cowboy Or, you know, he didn't even play for the Cowboys yet. I don't know what it is. But, you know, went to war, the came Packers back, did. and was like, I'm going to be this fucking star quarterback.
2: You so see, he, he was the Packers.
1: Or the Packers, yeah. Sorry, not the Cowboys. Yeah, he, I forgot the he, other guy for the Cowboys.
2: He won the first two. The first two Super Bowls, and you're probably thinking of Roger Staubach.
1: Roger Staubach, something. and But then you got, like, Johnny Unitas. Like, bro, can't we go oh, kind of like is. this era and, like, really do something with it? Like, this? I don't know, man. That's why it's like when you say a passion project, I just laugh because I'm like, there's no way.
0: I have an uncle named after Bart Starr. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: like, his name's just Bart? Or his Bart? middle name's Bart Starr?
0: Nope. Just the Bart part. Just
2: the, <laughs> the Bart, Bart. Bart part. Bart part.
1: <sighs> but Ew. yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't have anything else to say positively about this film. I don't think I've said one. But yeah, that, that's kind of uh, it for me.
2: The first, football, the first football team they take on is from Decatur which, okay. and Illinois, which is where my my family's from. Oh, well, there you go. It's, uh, well, a lot of my family still lives there to this day. Cool. And this is based <laughs> off...
1: The fact that we have to reach to do like these tie-ins to make this movie seem, you know, I, hey, I got look, some connections. I've,
2: here. I've said a lot of things I think are good about. No, this. you did. I haven't, you, you, I haven't you, stretched. You've. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that my I have family ties to parts of this movie, and a lot of it takes place in Chicago too. Which yep. you know, sweet home Chicago. Got the flag behind you. Bias. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Trav loves all the Boston mob movies. I can like yeah. Illinois football movies. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> <Illinois football. laughs> All right. Any other notes? God, no. All right.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see. Nope. All right. Then we're going to move on to our worsty judgments. <music> Trap. Yeah. Where's Where's this sitting in your George Clooney rankings?
1: Oh. <sighs> So I I rank this two and a half stars, but I still feel like I was generous with the ranking. It probably only really deserves two. And before we talked about it, I was like it's nowhere near on the level of Good Night and Good Luck. But I did kind of maybe think it was better than Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, but now I think I don't think that. And I think this might be the worst Clooney movie that uh yeah that we've watched so far. And yeah, I'm I'm changing my ranking and I'm giving it two instead of two and a half. <laughs> and uh yeah, this movie's just not good for me. Oh. Alright. And Zach, <laughs> Where's the sitting yes, on your sir.
2: Clooney rankings?
1: Well, uh let's see.
0: I gave it two and a half stars. So uh not loving it, but appreciating some of the visuals and uh, style of the direction that will keep it from being a total piece of crap, <laughs> but I've, I've, you know, I love Good Night and Good Luck, and I enjoyed Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So this is the worst Clooney so far. Um, I gave it a fifty-five on my Kritiker, uh scale, so I'm not going to bump it down to two. I'm going to keep it at two and a
2: half. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mr. Workman? I also gave this a very, very low grade, three and a half stars.
1: That is low, though, for this Thursday podcast. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I don't know if you've ranked anything this low. That's um, a movie, that's a movie, movie.
2: That, that's a okay, yeah. There's been though, like yeah. some
1: random commercials that you really weren't a fan of, or something like that. But yeah, as a I, film, I don't know if you've ranked. Any- I,
2: I also I also gave Confessions of a Dangerous Mind three and a half. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think this film's fine. Uh, it. I enjoy more of it than I dislike, but I do think it is riddled with problems. And it's way, like I said, there's too much gumbo in this too. Like there's so much going on in this movie. And every time we turn around, there's a new plot thread, just like being right. pulled at. And, and I think you could chop 15 minutes out of it. And it, it could be tighter and it could be funnier and it could be smarter. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we We can, we can drop that whole, the whole plot line with Krasinski and the war, like none yeah. of that, none of that's relevant to anything except for how popular he is.
1: I was going to say, couldn't he just be popular? Cause he was like the number one college football player. Like, couldn't yeah. that just be the reason why he was such a hot commodity?
2: Yeah. And I mean, he could yes. still be a war hero, but like the whole plot line about it is just like, eh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, not a plot line. I enjoy, or as Zach said, really even cared about like, when it's when it's revealed, I got kind of a chuckle out of the uh, the way it actually happened. And Max right. Casella is in the film because of it, and I love Max Casella. So, uh, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, this is going. This is going to go on my bottom spot. But I don't know. It it doesn't mean that I think Confessions is like. Right, right. Far better. A hair. Fair, yeah, it's not. A hair above. I, I almost put Confessions down there just because of how far that film fell in my eyes in the last 20 years, but. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's a film that I look at now is like a weird bump in the road to get to the next film. And then this, and then it feels less like a bump in the road later on.
1: See, when we watched Confessions, like I said, I felt like at the time it was probably a good film.
2: Yeah. uh, I I think when
1: we watched Leatherheads, I never once was like, I bet you in 2008, this was a good film. Like
2: I, I could probably find in a notebook somewhere like my (laughs) two thousand eight it's it's probably got like a B minus or a C plus or something.
1: Also, you know, you're we saying it could be funnier. It can't be though, because George Clooney is not funny. He's never once made me hey. chuckle or laugh, not, or any. Not even, a, not even, no, brother, where art though I've never seen it. Oh, you, that's y- a great y'all, film. You gotta understand, Clooney literally does nothing for me. I've never seen a Clooney film and mm. said, "God damn, I need more of that Clooney."
0: Okay. Well, you need to see a brother where Art there on
2: Michael Clayton, at least. Yeah, like, at least those two. Whenever
1: he's good, it's because he has an ensemble cast around him.
2: I feel that's also... Uh, I mean, I think he's a really good actor, but he is he's one of those actors where he shines a lot more if he's got a lot of people that help him.
1: I mean, is it acting if you're just playing George Clooney in every film, though?
2: Just watch Michael Clayton and No Brother.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, then you'll be a dad Dan Man, too.
1: What and year also is that? Ba-
2: uh, 2000. oh, brother is two thousand. Oh, okay. 2000, so I, ca- right.
1: I can't line it up with anything on the pod. It's coming no,
2: on. Unfortunately not. And, um, Michael Clayton is this year, 2008. 2008. No, that was up in the air, wasn't it? I
1: don't
2: know. Oh, up in the air is great. No, up in the air is like, uh, up in the air came out the same year as up because they were both nominated for best picture that year. Right. And it, made, it made me laugh. Michael Clayton, two thousand seven. Oh, Oh, laugh. two thousand. <laughs> up and up in and the it's air. It's on Tubi. It's on Tubi. Uh, well, there oh, we go. you 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 know how we're going to sell you on you know how we're going to sell you on Michael Clayton. Watching Michael Clayton. You just watched Andor. Uh huh. The guy who does Andor, Tony Gilroy, wrote and directed Michael Clayton.
1: Okay. Yeah, just that, and that's exactly yeah, Tilda Swinton. Sell me. At least off, I know. It. At the very least, it's probably going to be a tight, tight script.
2: Super tight. Oh, so tight. <laughs> right. And that's what I
1: like. <laughs> Super tight. Super tight. Super tight, tight script. No tight, fat tight, on tight. it. No nothing. It's lean and it's... mean. And it's a Clooney machine,
2: <laughs> baby. Exactly. And, and he's, he pretty much carries that whole movie. He's got, he does have a really good ensemble, but he is incredible in it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, well, then, with that, we're going to call this episode. Trav, you want to let people know where they can find you on the media social?
1: of course you can find me on the instagrams at uh, zk audio i'm also on the twitter at t-r-a-v-i-o-s-c-k where i'm also on tiktok and letterbox ranking and rating my daily movie watches and you know what i watched today what'd you watch the motherfucking guardians of the galaxy holiday special and i got two banging ass brand new christmas songs on my playlist gentlemen
2: I thought you were going to say, I got two words for you. <laughs> and
1: what's that? Suck Suck it. I it. <laughs> nope. I really enjoyed it, though. Um, not a lot of Chris Pratt, but a whole lot of Dave Batista, And that's what your boy likes right there. Oh,
2: God. Yeah. He's, you know, in like 2006, 2007, Dave Batista was one of my least favorite wrestlers. And if you would have told me, you know, so if cool. you would, if you would have told me then, that he would be one of my all-time like one of my favorite character actors. I would have laughed at your face.
1: And you know what's crazy between yeah. Cena, Batista and The Rock. Batista's the best actor out of all three. Yeah,
2: it's wild, isn't it? Dude, right.
1: I cannot <laughs> wait for this new M Night knock knock at the door film or whatever the hell it's called knock at the cabin knock at the cabin dude this (laughs) man batista i cannot wait to see this guy in this movie it is going to be awesome but yeah that's what your boy saw i really enjoyed it nice zach where can people find you
0: You find me on critic or Master. x-a-k-k-m-a-s-t-e-r tiktok at house havoc Letterboxd by searching my name, and I actually watched a movie that was new to me, although I'm about Ooh. 30 years too late oh. in seeing it. <laughs> I finally watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, never... shit,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I
0: That's know, crazy. I'd... Somehow, I'd just never seen it.
1: What made and, you even watch um, it? Well,
2: Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You know, we're... Wow. And well, it's always to... been on these lists of... Mm-hmm. He wanted to find out if uh, Steve Martin had his hand between a couple of pillows.
0: <laughs> and I have to say, uh, you know, I, I definitely see the charm in it. Unfortunately, you know, I've seen so many things that it's influenced or been influenced by by this point that it didn't wow me as it probably did right. a lot of people back in the 80s and early 90s. But it's fine to me. Did I liked it. It had I, it had nice moments. But I love
1: John Hughes because this man makes incredible films throughout the 80s and, you know. Some of the 90s, and then just has a serious, serious drop-off in films that he's making come the 2000s. Yeah. All right.
2: yeah, And you, Mr. Workman. Uh, you can follow me at SharkDressedMen on TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are creating shark-related content. Uh, and you can follow me at Father of the Fear across the platforms of Twitter and tick uh, not TikTok. Well, my brain's nowhere. Um, and Letterbox where I am keeping a running tally of all the films that I watched. And you know what? We'll keep this. We'll keep the Dave Batista love rolling because I went and saw Glass Onion, a Knives Out story, aka Chives Out. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave Batista is wonderful in that too. Uh, in fact, the whole cast is top notch. The film is.
1: Is it better than Knives Out? I don't know
2: better, but okay. it's...
1: I, it, I just heard... I keep saying people, they like this cast more than Knives Out. Not necessarily the script and the plot and the film, but they like this cast more than the first They're movie, what I'm seeing a lot They're
2: right. much bigger characters. Right. Like, they, they let them really, like, toe the line of the parody that they're doing. And, and Kate Hudson is... Probably the best she's been in like fifteen years. Mm. Uh, Not
1: hard to do. Yeah,
2: the <laughs> kind of where I'm at with that. But I mean, like her and um, that one that Zach likes, the uh, almost famous, the, almost famous. Yes, <laughs> like, it really, like it really just disappeared from my brain. Uh, right. Her and almost famous, fantastic performance. Her in this movie equally as good. Um, yeah, Batista's wonderful. Catherine Hahn's great. Leslie Odom Jr. Fucking Daniel Craig is just so... F- Janelle Monae. Zach, you're going to love oh, God, everything. Yeah. You're going to love everything Janelle Monae in this film. Good.
1: Well, I think uh, it goes without saying, we love everything Janelle Monae in every film. That...
2: It's it's true. But Ryan Johnson, the guy who's never made a bad film, is letting <laughs> her eat in this film. She is... Eating good. Uh, nice. She, she is getting her belly full. Like it, she's <laughs> sorry. I said, she like a, a couple times. Well, they, Hey, no, no. you know what?
1: I keep forgetting they. too, because it was not something that you're introduced. She, they said she's them.
0: okay with either one. So, Oh, okay. you're not, you're not misgendering her. No, you know what? I'll, I
1: think Paul's done that before. And then you were like, no, she goes by she too. So,
2: Oh, okay. If I'm not misgendering them, I'm going to stick with them. At least yep. I'm going to try to, to be as respectful as possible. Yep. Um, but anyway, they are having a great time. Um, yeah. See it. It's wonderful. I can't wait for everyone to get and watch it on Netflix. <laughs> All right. All right. And Zach, what are we watching next week? Next week, it's
0: a team up of Clooney and the Baby Goose. We're watching The Ides of March, which you can rent on Amazon, Fubo TV, Google, Redbox, Voodoo, or
2: YouTube. Excellent. All right. So, Trav.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey.
2: Thank you for producing our show. Hey, Talk at you for you.
1: being the producer.
2: We'd also like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We like thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at OsquarsityPod and on Facebook at the Osquarsity Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the all, almighty algorithm.
0: Uh, five stars. Really sounds good right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get that gumbo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, for Trav, Zach, and the Dailies, who were the original Chicago Bears, we would like for you all to have a damn fine day.